Happy Mother's Day to you. We're up and running. I'm glad you guys came back. Z's on the show. He did the push-ups. Deanna Flesher. Hey, I didn't see him. He did the push-up challenge. <clears throat> it's called the Great American Push-Up Challenge. I, I'm Pastor Pat Rankin. I got We the People shirt on, and so does Mike. We are ready for Memorial Day weekend. We are ready for Mother's Day. We are ready for the show. Start us back out with prayer, Mike. Let's get the party started. Dear Holy Father, thank you for getting us thank back you, on the air. Uh, want to spread your gospel this morning. want to show our commitment to praising and glorify you in our lives so all knows that we are your servants. We ask that you continue to bless this church and family and this show, and we're just <coughs> so thankful for all the praise reports we receive daily. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen. We're going to go right into prayers because uh, we've got a bunch of them. Bear with me. We're going to pray for Slingshot Van Griff. Sean Cienciwoda, we're going to pray for your friend Mark. Uh, Bill Jeffries, we're praying for you. I know you have a, uh, I think it's a neck condition. Uh, I pray for that, brother, and I'm sorry about that. Uh, bum, 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 bum. Lesson on even when we can't see. We need to be still and listen to what God is saying. Amen. Mm. Uh, Jeanette Rumley praying for you. Um, bum, 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 bum. Mike Zimmerman, thank you for being on the show. Let me know, Z, if you guys did the Great American Push-Up Challenge. My wife said you guys were going to do that. Um, Tiffany Short, thank you for being on the show. <clears throat> Lori Ridley's on the show. Praying for Ashley Sheehan, Mike Sheehan, uh, Mike Jr., Mike Sr., and their host of Merry Men headed to Las Vegas for the title boxing tournament. Praying for that in the name of Jesus. Praying for Mother's Day. Ladies, remember to invite your kids to church. Easiest time to get your husband to church. Easiest time to get your uh, children to church. A lot of leverage there. Mike Berger has several in his family uh, that I'd like to lift up in prayer. Uh, him and Franny, Mike's sister-in-laws. I think he has two that need prayer. It may be three. Brother-in-law who needs prayer. Uh, Greg wants you to know we love you. Um, uh, Diane uh, and his wife, Diane. Donna Wood, pray, praising the Lord with you that you're feeling better from your situation. Praying for Sammy Ferguson. Praying, uh, want to say hello to John Richardson. I'll bet John Richardson could beat everybody in the Great American Push-Up Challenge. He may beat Z. Is that a mouthful or is that a challenge? I don't know. So there you go, John and <laughs> Z. Go along with me. So this week we didn't hit it. Didn't get it done last night. We'll knock out our 30 reps tonight. All right. So, John Richardson, get in there with Z, and we'll go from here and see how we all do. <coughs> um, I'm and what sure. do you do that every Wednesday? Every Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah, today. And if I forget, call me on the phone. Mm. And I got to uh, just do it wherever I'm at. Yeah. And I, guys, I'm telling you, that's the way my life is. So don't think that you're the only one out there that's super busy. And if you stay in a little bit of shape, um, it makes it a little easier. Uh, I try to stay in shape as much as I can. So like you said, I was fig trying to figure out when I would do it. But I was out there feeding the horses. And I thought, I'm just going to drop right now and just get this over with. I got to get going. So wherever you're at, do it and show us. Lena and I are driving my dad to his sister's funeral. We're praying for that today. Uh, 
uh, mm. for Mr. Pastor Ferguson. And I love when Pastor Ferguson calls me. Uh, love listening to him, uh, talking to him. He's awesome. Slingshot Van Griff lifting you up in prayer. Uh, Talked to my buddy Jim. He said he'd come by and seen you guys the other day. So I want to pray, um, pray for my buddy Jim Evans today. Hopefully he's watching the show. Uh, slim shop three toe. Slim shop three toe. Okay. All right. We got to get to the uh, prayer wall at Have Bible, guys. There's no way I can remember all of them. So we are going to read them right off of our prayer list. If you have any uh, prayers, put them on prayer wall. <clears throat> Mike Wood has endorsed it, and he says it's the best thing going today. Sammy Ferguson, uh, Cherie Clark, we're praying for her uh, in Atlantic City. Uh, she needs some help. Cindy Jeffries, just doing a fabulous job with her husband, uh, Jerry Ford, um, or Cindy Ford and Jerry Ford. Uh, are doing a great job out there with their team. Saturate St. Louis. Gary Harden's doing a great job stuffing envelopes last night. He had a pile of people up there. Did you see the assembly line he had? I don't know, it was like 19 or 20 people <clears throat> getting ready to, <clears throat> excuse me, head out into the community. Um, uh, she, uh, Cindy Ford wants us to pray for uh zach's family she wants us to pray for kyle and mr b and mrs c for healing and mrs s that she needs some help there uh christina schumacher needs prayers for her little nephew who was at cardinal glennon there's an anonymous prayer of someone that's got canceled on their car insurance they need that ron luke our heart goes out to you i was glad i could see you yesterday and i was blessed uh, me and my wife and pastor Aaron could be there at your mom's funeral uh, we love you guys and Mr. Luker. Um, hope the rest of your day went well. Dr. D would like prayers for waitress friend, Michael, uh, who had surgery. Um, Debbie Arisman does. <clears throat> prayers for her father and her sister in that relationship. Uh, William would like prayers for Linda, who has cancer. Uh, and Jen C would like prayers uh, for Daddy O's mom who had a heart attack and she's in the hospital uh, recovering. Mm. I heard nicely. I hope that's still the case. So all the seed that was sown in the uh, Saturate USA continue to do that and then we're going to pray for North. We're going to pray for uh, Westport and Moscow. Yeah. Uh, Bill Jeffries, we're praying for his sister Fran. And, Bill, thank you for uh, uh, putting that on our prayer wall. Mike Madelon, continue prayers for Angela and his family out there. Joyce Frail, continue prayers. She got a uh, praise report. The doctor said she, they haven't found cancer. Recovery for Bubba. Um, and Sally Menard, Phil Chavez and his prayer. And Bob Helms, uh, nice to see you at church. Uh, last Sunday, and Becca uh, wants prayers for her marriage and a host of many things in there. Mike, um, ba, 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 lift that up in prayer, and we'll move on. Dear yeah, Father, as you hear these prayers and requests for healing, for comfort and strength for all those out there, uh, we continue to 
appreciate everything you do in our lives. Thank we you, ask Lord. that you continue to just continue being you so we can follow you and serve you. In Jesus' precious name we pray, amen. Amen. Um, <clears throat> youth, uh, be praying for them. Uh, Felicia and Mark Dennis are taking the kids someplace. The fundraising's already begun. Can I tell you something? They're wanting to throw a pie in somebody's face. Mm. You believe that? What do you think about that? Well, I think it's a good way to uh, earn money. So I heard, I think me and Pastor Aaron are in it, and I'm, I'm sure they're going to nominate somebody else to be in it to get smacked with a pie. What else are they doing for fundraising? They're doing, uh, I heard they might do a dunking booth or something. I, I'm not sure what else they're going to do. Um, let me think. What else were they going to do? Man, I don't, I'm drawing a blank right now. They were going to do some pretty neat things. Uh, oh, car wash mm. on the 20th. Behind the face. And then, you know what Mickey Hedda uh, told me? What's that? She would like to donate this year's uh, Brett Hedda Memorial roping money to the youth. Wow. I think that's a wow. That's awesome. So they're getting a lot of momentum very quick. <laughs> um so, Mike, if you attend the Brett Hedder Memorial, uh, your money will be actually headed towards the youth. That's great. I'm more than happy to do that. So that's kind of cool. So thank you, Mickey, and all those working on that. Well, uh, I guess you could donate to the youth even if you can't make it to the... Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, that's a good thought there, too. And, I, and, and me and my wife are blessed that we can do that at our farm. And... Uh, mm -hmm. I thank Jason and his, Jason Sportsman and his group, his wife and his sister and other people helping put that together. Pastor mm -hmm. Aaron, they, they really kind of drive that and get it going and get it all buttoned up with the cowboys and the cows. We got to get some more cows. Mickey had a redhead memorial. Yay! And I'll bet Brett could, uh, or, uh, Brad Cottrell will be out there. So you know my buddy. Brett, and I wish he was here, but he's not. Uh, so we're going to memorialize and remember him through this roping. You know what? Jason told me that he might uh, auction off a couple of Brett's tools, I think. Brett had some uh, tools, and I think um, Jason's going to. So if you're a concrete guy and you're looking for tools, I'll bet he'll have a, a tool or two out there with Brett's. So that's awesome. Love that guy. Miss him. Mm -hmm. Rock and roll bingo. Oh, don't forget about that this Friday. No one knows rock music more than Mike uh, Sr. And while we're driving down in the car, me and Mike sing rock songs all the day long. Kate Conway is at home. Uh, all right, praise God. Let's see. Let me read what's in here, and we'll get on with the show, I promise. Happy Mother's Day to you. This Sunday, the big day for the mamas. Yeah, big day for mamas. So if you weren't tuned in early this morning, Mike Wood discovered that Mother's Day moves. <laughs> you didn't know that that date moves until you came here this morning, and I told you, man, that looks like that move to the 14th. Well, it has to And, move and then somebody said, yeah, um, it does. So the Mother's Day moves. It's every... It's always on Sunday in May, I guess the second, huh? Well, 
I'll see where you had for that. Yeah, I guess it's the second week in, uh, is it the second Sunday in May? Second this, Sunday. Is this the second Sunday? I have no month? idea what I'm saying anymore. Rock and roll bingo, garage and mom's life. <clears throat> so the garage is here on Monday. Not this Monday, next Monday. Be here for that. Randy the Barber and Pastor Mark host that. Rock and roll bingo. Guys, you already know that's a slam dunk. I don't know if they could fit anybody else inside the gym when I heard. I think Brad was talking about pushing 21 tables in there. That'd be nice. How in the world you get 21 tables in there with eight people a lick? That's, you've got to be over 160 people or whatever. That's that's massive. Good job, guys, and all Brad's helpers. Mom's Life starting out there May the 23rd at Moscow. Um, uh, the softball schedule, car wash is on May the 20th. So, Mike, let's get into Mother's Day. Okay. Um, so we're going to go into Proverbs 31. Mike, start in verse 10, and then we'll read up to verse 31. So, um, Can we do verse 1 first, though? Could you read that? Absolutely. Excuse me. The words of King Lemieux, the prophecy that his mother taught him. Okay, and the sense of this proverb is that his mother kept teaching him continuously. That's that's so one hundred percent true, and and that's what I am going to read today after Mike gets done with my article that me and my wife read this morning. The power of a godly mother. Oh, so, wow. Mike, you're setting me up uh, for my segment, the power of a godly mother, and I got this from. The, from the Hagans, I well, get the magazine. I believe we all learn something from our mothers. And they're always teaching. And I know we all got learn the lessons we still use, don't we? Nobody had, your mom probably had the most kids out of just about anybody in the church. How many did she have, 12? <laughs> well, yeah, but 12, 11. Yeah, I mean, I don't know of anybody, anybody in this church that their mom had that many kids. Well, I know back then it was more common that people had bigger families. Mm -hmm. But, uh, man, that's great. Your mom must have been just absolutely fabulous. I'll tell you what, you look back and wonder how they do it. Only and, a mom. You know what? And only a mom can have a baby. That's right. A woman. And, and it's, they actually have to be a mom for that to happen. you got to be a woman, don't they? You have to be a woman to be able to create a life like yeah. that. Oh, let's see. Brad Cottrell saying we did 21 last year, and the lady's done the vest maho. I don't know what that means. Major, uh, vest major, okay. Majority of the work. Majority of the work. Gary Glass. All right. So uh, go ahead, Mike. Read away. Who can find a virtuous woman for her price is far above rubles? Rubies. The heart of her husband does safely trust in her, so they shall have no need of sorrow. She will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. Well, that's what you need there, isn't it? She seeks wool and flax and works willingly with her hands. She is like a merchant ship. She brings her food from afar. She rises also while it is yet night and gives meat to her household and a portion to her maidens. She consider a field 
and buys it with the fruit of her hands, and she plants a vineyard. Mm -hmm. She grids her lawns with strength and strengthen her arms. She's precise that her merchandise is good. Her candles goes not out by night. She lays her hands to the spindle and her hands hold the distaff. She stretches out her hands to the poor, yet she reaches for the hands of the needy. Mm-hmm. Big time, needy. She is not afraid of the snow for her household, for all her households are clothed with scarlet. She makes herself coverings of tapestry in her clothing in silk and purple. Her husband is known in the gate when he sits among the elders in the land. She, she makes it fine linen and sells it and delivers girdles to the maids, merchants. Strength and honor are clothing, and she shall rejoice in time to come. She opens her mouth with wisdom and her tongue in the law of kindness. She looks well to the ways of her household and eats not the bread of idleness. Her children rise up. All her, her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. At the city gates. Many daughters have done virtually, but you excel them. Favor is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Give her the fruits of her hands and let her own work praise her in the gate. So, that's something you have to be something be a woman to be of that character, wouldn't you? She has to be empowered with the Holy Spirit to mm. constantly be teaching godly things. It is, isn't it? It's, Amen. It is something to read there and you can Let me tandem this real quick because I've seen Travis Thomas and I I'm not sure if I've met Travis Thomas or not, but he's on here and he, he brings up a very important part. So let me let me uh, and and we're gonna get back on track, but he he, he posted this so I'm gonna help <clears throat> Travis and, and the rest of uh, our, our family and friends who, who are stuck in Calvinism or predestination or what, doctrine of election, whatever it's called. I'm going to help all of you guys that have these friends that, that, are, that are into this type of theology. It's, and, I, and I helped a person yesterday. I had a person call me yesterday because they have a friend who is stuck in bad theology. All you have to do is ask your Calvinistic friends, your, your predestination, your doctrine of election, whatever you call them, your friends, be kind to them and ask them one question. What is the job of the Holy Spirit? Think about that and, and let it meditate on you and let it meditate on your friends. What is the job of the Holy Spirit? You know, he's got many jobs, mm. but why did God send his Holy Spirit here? We know he's here, right? Because we're, right. we're, watch this, all these, the, 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 the Calvinistic and, and, and all these, these brothers all know that Jesus is Lord. If you know that Jesus is Lord, you have to believe in the Trinity. And the mm. third person in the Trinity is the Holy Spirit. And the reason God sent the Holy Spirit is to empower his church mm. to do many things, to, Lay hands on the sick, you know, on and on and on. All that. You, you could read any part of the uh, New Testament and find out what the job of the Holy Spirit is. Without the Holy Spirit, you can't do any of these things. Mm. Why did he send the Holy Spirit? He said because he's going to be a great helper. Help you to do what? Well, the last thing that Jesus talked about before he went to heaven was do the Great Commission. 
-hmm. Go ye therefore and make disciples out of all nations, uh, baptizing in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them uh, to obey every command. Now, if, if Jesus said that's what you're supposed to do and then left the Holy Spirit to get it done, we must have a very important job, right? Mm -hmm. And that's to tell people about Christ. Cindy and Jerry Ford and Gary with the 19 people up there and then uh, Brenda and Russell here mm -hmm. are going to put all these door hangers together to put on people's doors. Now, <clears throat> if it was all predestined and predetermined, that God would ordain these people to uh, to either heaven or hell, you wouldn't need to knock on doors. You wouldn't need to have church, and you wouldn't need to do the Great Commission, and you wouldn't need the Holy Spirit to get it done. But we do, and people's lives are at stake. So going back to what I said initially, for your friends that are stuck in this bad theology, ask them one question. What is the job? of the Holy Spirit, and that'll clear up all confusion on predestination, Calvinism, doctrine of election, whatever you want to call it. And then I'll leave you with this. Predestination is only in God's mind only. We have no idea mm -hmm. how everything's going to turn out. Absolutely. But, but, but because we all have free will, you can decide to make a decision for Christ, or you can decide not to make a decision for Christ. And anything past that is unbiblical teaching. So there you go. Did that clear up anything? I believe it did. Okay. All right. So he's our comforter. Uh, and Bubba's on the show. Hello. Uh, Charlene's on the show. Good morning to you. Great to see you guys again. All right. Let's go back and break down uh, the writings in Proverbs. Uh, chapter 31, verses 10 through 31. Mike, before we dive into it, what, what stood out to you the most out of this reading? And we, we read it every year, and everybody hears it every year, but it, it's very important to remember what it is that you said. Moms are always teaching. Mm -hmm. The greatest sanctuary, if you will, is probably at your house. Right. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. I mean, for the people that you've 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 worked in their life, whether you've babysat them or they were actually your children, or whatever. When those kids are in Mike and Donna's house, they learn things of God. They learn mm -hmm. uh, to read, to write, to pray, to all those things, and and that's something that the world needs to understand. And only a mother has all those qualities, the nurturing quality, the patience, the, the, patience, the oh. be able to give birth. Only a mom understands what it's like to carry a child, give birth to a child, and all of that. And, and, and even in this climate where people think if you identify with something, you understand it. There's no way any guy like myself or you is going to be able to understand what it's like to be a woman. I, d I don't pretend to. No, not at all. And you know what? Other than uh, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, I don't know anybody who has <clears throat> the forgiveness of a mother. Yeah. And, a I, wife or and I would say it's, it's uh, I won't say blasphemy, mm -hmm. but it's blasphemous to think that God made a mistake uh -huh. and birthed, you know, this, this man, let's see, 
and he birthed this man, and he's supposed to be a girl. If that was the case, God would have made him a girl. <laughs> but because he didn't, that's who he is. Careful now. That's who he is. Mothers are special. Uh, they're, they're, like you said, they're more patient. They're softer. They speak softer. Uh, they, they have very specific jobs <clears throat> um, ordained in, in the Bible. Right. Uh, set, watch this class, set in the Garden of Eden. And there's nothing anybody can do about it. There's no government. There's no society. There's no woke group that can change what God has ordained in the Garden of Eden. And if you read uh, and then you get into chapter 2, you'll find out that a woman's job is to be the suitable helper for a man. Now, ladies can do all kinds of things this in 2023, but her ordained job and purpose in life is to be a suitable helper for her man. It doesn't mean she's second place. It doesn't mean she's behind the guy or anything like that. That means God created a man to take care of some business in the garden. And then the man, watch this, the man was incomplete until the woman was made. Yeah, absolutely. And then the two became one. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and then the mom's job was to take care of the home, take care of the kids, take care of the husband, help him be successful. Um, um, yeah, so let's go on in uh, verse 10. Who can find a virtuous woman for her price is far above rubies. So when you got a mother that's taking care of business, she's worth more than everything in the whole wide world. She don't have to be, a mother don't have to be a successful business woman outside the home. That that's not what God had ordained. Now, is there anything wrong with a woman being successful outside the home? Absolutely not. No. Um, but the value of a woman that fears the Lord, watch this, Mike, is irreplaceable. Yes, you're right there. Amen. Yeah. The heart of her husband does safely trust in her, <clears throat> so that she have. No need of spoil. So that means the husband trusts that she's doing what she's supposed to do while he's doing what he's supposed mm -hmm. to do. Everybody has a job. Did you know that? Yes, they do. And my job is, is not my wife's job. When I got up to leave to come do this show, my wife was doing what she believed she needed to do as, as a mom and a housewife and, and mm -hmm. a grandma and all that. She was cleaning the floors. She was getting her house ready. And she does that all the time. Watch this. I don't do that. <laughs> and it doesn't mean that I don't, I don't do it because I don't think it's a man's job. I don't do it because my wife wants to do it and she don't, she don't want me to do it. That's, that's what she likes to do and that's how God has uh, put her together. Um, so I, I don't know that that needs a whole lot of explanation. And I can tell you one thing. She definitely don't want me touching the laundry. <laughs> Are you hearing that? Yeah. I'm now, I do do it at the farm because my wife's not there. And you know how I do it? I'll tell you how I did it when I was out there feeding. I go in my bedroom, and laying on the floor are my shirts, my socks, and my 
uh, blue jeans. And I scoop them up just like this, and I walk across the bunkhouse, go into the laundry room, I drop it in there, put a little laundry, and shut the thing, and I leave. And then when I get done feeding and doing whatever, by the time I get back in, I throw it in the dryer. It's in the dryer right now. My wife would hyperventilate <laughs> if she knew that stuff was just sitting in the dryer. And do you know when I go out there next, I will fold it up, put some of it in, in a drawer, and I'll hang some of it up. Mm -hmm. But that, that dog wouldn't hunt here in St. Louis mm -hmm. because it can't be like that. She's got, she goes down before it's all the way dried and hang them up on hangers and, and all this kind of thing. Uh, and I'm not that particular about it. As long as my clothes are clean, I'm pretty much thumbs up on that. How about you? Mm -hmm. Definitely want them clean and smelling good, don't you? I just, look at me, church. Quit acting. Quit pretending, gentlemen, like uh, like we're girls. Mm. You don't do things the way girls do. Do you? Mm. Well, you know. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Look, I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm not going there. Mm hmm and quit acting like you're supposed to apologize for being a guy. Amen. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Uh, let's see what Brad says. God doesn't play jokes on people by creating you as something different than what you would be playing a joke on you. Amen to that. Uh, Brad ought to be preaching today. Uh, I'll say hello to Shannon Moody today. It's a slap in the face, Kyle. Kyle says no. Listen, man. Uh, let's move along, Mike. Nothing better than nothing better in the world than a woman. Nothing. Mm. Now you got that verse twelve. Sure. She will do him good, not evil, all the days of her life. <clears throat> she seeks wool and flax and works with her willingly with her hands. Like I said before. This is this is stuff that's not even up for debate at my house. Mm. Everybody knows their role. My wife knows her role. I know my role. My daughter knows her role. Mm -hmm. That's the way it... Uh, Why do you want to confuse it? Why would you? You want my daughter preaching in the pulpit and changing tires and fixing things and taking care of business and being the protector or my wife? No. They're, they're not they're not adequate to do that. That's not how God created them. That's my job. Say that with me, class. That's my job. <clears throat> Amen. Amen. So let's... Uh... 14. She's like the merchant ship. She brings food from afar. I won't even tell you. The way I cook is far different than the way my wife cooks. Now, she's getting ready to cook up some good lunch. Okay. But when I had you over at my house to cook some smash burgers, how did I do it? I'll just tell you how I did it. I had two pounds of ground beef mm -hmm. from my farm, cut them in half, and I made four patties out of two pounds. Say it with me, class. Smash burgers. <laughs> and you know how we served it up? On a plate. 
And if it wasn't for my wife running in to get a fork, we'd have never... We wouldn't even bothered. We wouldn't even have bothered with it. Now, that ain't going to work inside the house, but outside in the driveway in a lawn chair, it, it serves up pretty dang nice, doesn't it? It's real good. So, the way my wife cooks and the way she makes chocolate chip cookies and, and, and pot roast, did I tell you, I, fin I think I finished the pot roast off yesterday. Wow. Pork, pot roast with potatoes and carrots. Just marinating in there day mm -hmm. after day. Five pound pork roast with about five pounds of vegetables in it and gravy. <laughs> now, how, why would you want to mess that up? You just, would, yeah. just reheat it and eat it. I ate the last for lunch. Amen. Amen. She rises also while it is yet night and gives meat to her household and her portion to her maidens. She considers the field and buys it with the fruit of her hands, and she plants a vineyard. So we went to the license bureau yesterday, uh, and when you go to get plates with my wife, she's got every document in the world. Yeah. Every, every doc, she could cover anything. They asked for a personal property, whoop, got it. Asked for bill of sale, got it. Asked for whatever else, got it. Got a folder. <laughs> you ever tried to get plates on your own? No, usually I don't bother with that, really. <laughs> oh, I need somebody to help me out. Uh, I need somebody to help me out. Inspects everything. If you don't go to the license bureau now with everything, you, you'll be back ten times. What is Lori Ridley saying? Uh, those statements about changing oil and doing stuff that men do—it's a struggle for me. I haven't had that man. I haven't felt uh, haven't felt saved since 2017, and I say why all the time. I just. Keep going. So many questions. Yep, there's a lot of questions out there. And people go through stuff, you know. Yeah. Ridley's go through stuff. And and praise God that uh, God's got Jeff here. And he went through a tragedy with the stroke. And um, I wish I knew all that. You know, I was thinking about that, Lori, when I looked at Mother's Day. I, looked, I think I looked at it this morning or yesterday. And I seen how the, the day moved. And I seen... That that was I rem I remember that the the day my daughter was hit in her accident was was on the uh, on the twelfth of May, and she died on the fourteenth. Well, this year, that will be the twenty. Oh, I don't know how long it was twenty three. It would be twenty two years ago when my daughter died. So this day it falls on Mother's Day that that celebrated. And and why does that happen? I have no idea. Um, and, and I probably don't need to know all them answers because it probably wouldn't be good for me. Mm -hmm. But God has a plan, and he has a plan for the Ridleys, and and you guys are, have been faithful, and God's going to take care of you through your ups and downs. And that's what mm -hmm. that's what being a Christian is about. That's what being a mommy is about. And, mm -hmm. and she's always teaching her kids, and she's always got her kids in church, and, and that's good enough for God, wouldn't you think? You know, I tell you, yes, it is. God wants uh, the best from you, and that's what uh, we all always try to do. Mm-hmm.
she considers how about 17 she guards her loins with strength and her and strengthens her arms and i always tell you about that that moms are, can hold a baby longer probably mm -hmm. than a guy if the truth be told because god built her that way not only with arms but a, a body that can hold a baby uh, she perceives her merchandise is good. Her candle does not go out at night. That means she's continually working. She lays her hands to the spindle and her hands to the distaff. So what that is, is uh, it was called spinning yarn. Mm -hmm. Did your mom ever, she probably didn't spin yarn, but I bet yeah. she crocheted or knitted. I think she might have. How about darning a sock? Yeah, they'd have to sew socks for sure. Yeah, you didn't go buy a pair of socks. And that's something that kids don't know these days. When you got a hole in your sock, your mom sewed it. Uh, my mom did. Along with your pants. and your... Oh, yeah. Yeah, you put patches on your knees. I mean, that was... Britches were different than they are now. She stretches out her hand to the poor. She receives forth... Does your, did your mom ever say, pick something up like this and go, so-and-so down the street could wear this. You know, the Smith family got little... Johnny Smith, he could wear these britches. My mom would be thinking that. Right. You know what I would be thinking? We would never think of that. <laughs> but girls, ladies think of that, don't they? They think well, it, about everybody. Yeah, they do. I mean, like you say, they're, just, uh, they're built differently in mindset, and that's what's so nice about it. Yeah, and why does everybody want to be the same anyways? Yeah, you don't want no flowers all look alike. Yeah. She's not afraid of the snow over her house. Her household are all clothed uh, in scarlet. So I've told you about that. Um, you know, snow days, mom always made sure you were covered and warm. She makes herself covering with tapestry. Her clothing are silk and purple. Her husband is known at the gates when he sits among the elders. So a guy, uh, a guy's reputation really kind of lies in in the balance of how a wife takes care of him with his clothes and his lunch and all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff and just you know him being stable being ready to go to work getting razors and all that stuff that's stuff man that i'd, I'd never you know when i'm out of razors i yell to my wife hey where's the razors at and she'll have them <laughs> right i mean isn't that part of that i mean that's that's I mean, in 2023, it's a little different now. But yeah. back then, the, the the way the guy was presented at the city gate is where the decisions were made. Mm -hmm. If he come in there looking like a two-bit bum, they wouldn't think too highly of him. The guy, somebody's going to look at that guy and go, you come to this meeting dressed like that or didn't have your clothes ironed or whatever, they would think, well, he ain't got his household together, wouldn't they? They'd think something. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Um, so anyways, ladies got it. Mothers are just wonderful. Verse 26, she opens her uh, mouth with wisdom and her tongue is the law of kindness. She looks well to the ways of her household and eats not the bread of idleness. And her kids arise and call her blessed. Her husband also, she has praised her. Many daughters have done uh, virtuously, but you excel them all. Favor is deceitful and beauty is in vain, but a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. So let me tell you this from uh, the, the, the most attractive thing to people in the world is when a woman has got it together. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't necessarily just mean um, her, her physical appearance or just her clothes or whatever, whatever. 
it's when somebody has peace in their heart and, and, and is a stable, consistent contributor to society. You know, not haphazard and has a bad name. Mm-hmm. Amen? Amen to that. So, sure. um, verse 31 says, Give her fruit of her hands and let her own works praise her at the gates. So, um, let's ask, I'm going to ask you guys real quick, uh, what's the thing you remember the most about your mom? What's the greatest thing you remember about your mom? And I'm going to type mine up for my mom. Mine right? would be kindness. Yours would be kindness. All right, Mike's in there. Kindness. Oop. Back, back. Kindness, kindness. Mine, mine's mom was very giving. Giving. I don't know if I spelled that right. It's something's up at the top of my thing there. I can't see it. Um, so what's the what's the neatest thing about your mom? What was the neatest thing about your mom? Ba, ba, ba. Nothing, just abuse. Well, that's a shame. Uh, kindness and giving is what I put up there, and we'd love to hear from you guys. Tell us what you remember most about your mom. Uh, John Richardson says, always there for me. And my mom was that, too. Mm -hmm. uh, Shannon Moody said, her heart, uh, always available and love my daddy, brother and me, Mary Van Griff. Um, so let us know what it is that you're, one of your best attributes about your mom or what you believe was her strongest attributes. Uh, Mike said kindness. I said giving. Uh, and I know not everybody's, you know, unfortunately sometimes in life, um, you know, you're, you're raised and maybe your mom or dad wasn't kind. And I, and I feel sorry for her. So praise God that you got a, a loving father and a loving church that loves you. Mm -hmm. And uh, and that's and that can really be uh, something that is is uh, something that everybody needs. Terry Burke says she took care of us when we were all sick naturally without doctors and always put us first. Uh, Christina Schumacher says her mom was loving and Shannon Moody uh, said her heart. So there's a lot of great things out there that everybody's sharing that their moms. Yeah, and you know what, everybody's got a remembrance or something uh, special or... So Terry Bjork said her mom did everything naturally. My mom pretty much was that way too. Do you know what we, what'd you take if you had an upset stomach? Bacon soda. Bacon soda. You know, brush your teeth with bacon soda and all that. Uh, Charlene Stoner says, deep, deep love. Ten children in 18 years passed at 39 years old. Miss, miss terribly. I was 15 years old. Happy Heavenly Mother's Day. Jeanette Brummy said, is always there. Um, all right, so let us know. Send that up. We'd love to hear yeah. about the wonderful, great, supernatural quality your mom possessed. Uh, and she helped make you who you are. Yeah. So help make me who I am and, and, and Mike Wood who he is through his mom. So close us in prayer. We have reached the 9 o'clock hour. Mike Wood Sr. Dear God in heaven, just thank you ever so much oh, for allowing us to be here this morning to get ready for Mother's Days for these wonderful women that we call moms and wives mm -hmm. and sisters. And mm -hmm. we just ask you continue to give us favor, mm -hmm. give us love, and give us comfort and strength 
And because uh, you know what we're going through, and you're the one that can mend it all. We thank you for everything you've done in our lives and continue to do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Uh, Chrissy uh, Gillette says that her mom's her best friend, mm. always caring. Uh, so for me and my sisters and brother and all her grandkids, amen to that. So uh, I want to thank uh, my wife for being a great mom and all you great moms out there. We love you. Uh, remember two things. Jesus loves you and I love you. Have a great day in Have the Lord. Have a great day in the Lord. We'll see you this weekend. Happy Mother's Day. Yes, <laughs>